Danica has a new home on Channel 5. And we need to do a major rebuild for a local community group with a near impossible deadline. Challenge accepted. The brand new series of Challenge Annika, coming soon on Channel 5 and My 5. Hello, it's Graham here with the AFC Dons cast on Monday the 20th of February. It's good to be back. Coming up this week, we hear more from Rob Wicks about the upcoming Gothenburg celebrations in May. We've appointed a new chief exec and we've got a brief catch-up with Dylan Markenday and Steve Agnew as well. But we better turn our attention to Saturday and it's clear that any new incoming manager has a big task on his hands. It feels when we take a big step forward with the Motherwell result, we take two steps backwards with results like we had at Celtic Park. Don't get me wrong, getting anything at the moment against Celtic was always going to be a difficult task, but on the park, we barely did anything. The 4-0 defeat is our seventh straightaway league defeat for the first time in 24 years, and we've conceded an astonishing 51 goals in 26 games. A dreadful first-half display only improves slightly in the second half. Two opening goals from the home side in the second and 13 minutes from McGregor and Hatati made sure it was game over by half-time. Hatati added his second on the 76th minute before a final blow was dealt by Lyle Abada in the 89th minute. It was the same old issue, a rudderless defence and nothing at front, not even registering a single effort on target. And yet another game where our players haven't turned up. This result probably hasn't helped Barry Robson get his chance at the top job. Here he is, post-match. Barry, what you don't want to happen here is lose an early goal. That's exactly what happened. No, I think so. And I think you you, you saw uh, after that, you could see the fragility still in the group. Um, I knew it was still there, but um, the, fr- the frustrating part is that because the last two games that we actually start to, you start to build that momentum again in... in you come down to a place like this and always knew it would be difficult. Um, let's not forget that. And I knew that if you lose that early goal that could you could you could see that affect them. And it did affect them and to where where they have been, but they lose another one after that, but then for me they were very good after that and they, they, they kinda took stock again and we got them reorganised about half time. Thought we were a lot better for about 30, 35 minutes in, in the second half and um, two silly mistakes and a bit of brilliance from Celtic as well and then so for me I knew this was going to be a really difficult game uh, I did I knew that and um, what I've said is and we need to start looking at Livingston and, try, uh, and pick up three points that's the most important thing What made it uh, a much more comfortable watch in the second half than, than it was in the first? Oh, well, I think I think the, the original when, when we got rattled with the goal um, so right away when we're, we're going to try and get a bit of a higher press on them but once you lose that um, confidence and um, we had to change shape a wee bit to try and help them stop the bleeding a wee bit um, and that helped and then at half time we got some fresh legs on which helps as well um, so after that and I think a few boys here first time they've ever been at this, um, been here played in this uh, venue played in this arena um, obviously you have your two main centre backs who are with good speed and that so there's a lot of things that affect the game and um, but for me, the biggest thing was the, the frustration is I want to really come down here and really have a goal with Celtic sometimes, and we just couldn't do that today. Might have made a difference had uh, you, you taken a chance on one of Joe Hart's uh, fumbles, he had a couple in the second half, and, and maybe there's an opportunity to get a goal back at that point. Yeah, listen, th- to be clear, I want to come down here and have a lot more of a goal, and we couldn't do that today at times. Um, and that's the way the style, the way I want to play in an Aberdeen team should. But we've got to remember where we're at at the minute. Um, um, 
we know that um, it's it's been a difficult bit of a season for us, and um, you saw it in the last two games that we, we what, what have got in there, and I know it's in there, and I just it takes time to get that out, and we just need to get um, we need to get drag that out of them, um, and you can see it in them that there the, the is in there to to take and, and start performing and. We've got players in there that can that can really hurt teams, and we've got some decent defenders as well. And I'm coming back over the next few games. How much of today as well is Celtic, and they're packed with quality there. They're a top team. Loads of teams get turned over here. And how much is it? You know, we can learn things from today. Listen, they're massive quality. We know that they've got players on massive salaries, much more than us. It's a, um, when you see Celtic, they have to go and play Real Madrid in the. The, the Champions League, or you certainly they go and play Leipzig, or, and you see what happens to them. So it can be the same as us. But what my frustration is is I, you've, when you really want to get time with the players, and you would really want um, the, the style that you really want to do. Sometimes you think you can affect it a lot more. So it's just me as a coach wanting to get loads more time with the players, and um, I know I'll make them better. But we're still Aberdeen Football Club. We need to come here and try and, and, and be better. But um, it's not always easy that. What do you want to see against Livingston next weekend? Just a one, a, 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 be aggressive. Aberdeen should always be aggressive. Um, I think um, I want us to be tactically good. I think tactically we, we, we made some decisions today that were, were good. Um, obviously, some that it's not easy to, to, to try and navigate that when you really start opening up spaces and they come right through you quickly. Um, some top players, but against Livy, just what we started to see last week um, against Motherwell, where we were played. Um, all these sort of things that, that we, that's a, the, the, sort of that speed on transition going through teams and trying to unlock teams and just getting fans in the edge of the seat that's what we want to see but it takes time and we need to do it and, we, and, and, and it needs lots of time on the grass to do that but um, just really frustrated I think you'll all see that Thanks Barry Thank you Catch live audio and video of our next match only on Red TV. Subscribe now for full match day coverage, replays, highlights and all the goals, exclusive interviews and behind the scenes content. Sign up now at redtv.afc.co.uk. The best of the action only on Red TV. Let's look at the rest of the matches in the SPFL at the weekend then. In second place, Rangers won 3-0 at Livingston, while Hibs are fourth, following their 2-0 Easter Road victory over Kilmarnock. St Mirren beat Ross County 1-0 in Paisley, and St Johnston edged out bottom club Dundee United 2-1 at Tannadice. Bottom club Hamilton Ackies earned a 3-0 away win over Inverness Cali Thistle in the Championship to move to within a point of our both. Boutroux won all at Cove Rangers. Partick Thistle beat third place Air United 1-0 at Somerset Park. Dunfermline Athletics lead at the top of League One has been capped to five points after they drew 1-0 with Airdrieonians at East End Park and Falkirk defeated Aloe Athletic 1-0. Kelty Hearts beat Queen of the South 3-0 at New Central Park while Montrose and FC Edinburgh drew 3-0 at Lynx Park. Clyde moved three points clear at the bottom club Peterhead after beating the Blue Toon 1-0 at New Douglas Park. And Dumbarton's lead at the top of League 2 was trimmed to three points after they lost 2-0 at East Fife. And Sterling Albion fought back for a 2-0 draw at Annan Athletic. Stenhouse Muir beat Albion Rovers 2-0 at Oakleview and Stranraer defeated Elgin City 1-0 at Barabriggs. Bonnie Rig Rose versus Forfar Athletic was postponed due to a waterlogged pitch. And Stuart Kettlewell strengthened his case to become Motherwell manager following their 2-0 win against Hearts on Sunday.
my God, I can't believe this red nose day. I've decided to squeeze a whole Granny Smith up his bum and then stick it in the oven. <laughs> Respect. I'm just trying to think of a way to make it less. Uh, what about Catherine Ryan? Joel Zomet. Sat in a bath of baked beans. And can you believe Billy Connolly? Got his out. I hope this is true. It's true. Google it. Crazy. <laughs> we want to bring the nation together to have some fun and help those who need it more than ever right now. Once a year, we do this thing. It can only be... Red Nose Day. Red Nose Day. Red Nose Day. Let's have a good time doing it, yeah? All the people of the length and breadth of the UK have been doing totally bonkers things for us. The children have organised this fashion show for Red Nose Day. The associates have been fundraising their socks off. Repeated to hike across the Lake District in four days. Something huge happened. Something that can only happen on Red Nose Day. Okay, let's catch up with the news from the past week then. And Alan Barrows has been appointed as our new chief executive following his announcement last month that he was leaving Motherwell. He will take up his new role at Aberdeen a week today on the 27th of February to take on day-to-day responsibility for the club from Dave Cormack. Dylan Markenday was a late arrival on deadline transfer day. Mal caught up with him at Cormack Park recently to find out more about his loan move to the Dons. Don, it's nice to see you. Finally, get a chance to speak with you. Apologies, we've not done this before now, and got a chance to welcome you to the club properly. Just to start with some of the usual signing questions, and then we'll get on to finding a little bit more about you. But how are you settling in? Yeah, really well. Yeah, um, I've never been to Scotland before, so never. No, nah, never. Um, but yeah, I found myself here and um, settled in well. Um, the boys seem top, so yeah. It was late on deadline day when you signed. Very late. <laughs> when did you first learn of the interest and sort of how did the whole move come about? I think I've known of interest for a while. Um, and then, you know, deadline day is just crazy. So um, it sort of just cemented on the last day. And, um, yeah, I just couldn't wait to get up once I, once I found out. So, yeah. Why did you feel this was the right move for you? Because, I mean, I know you had other options as well. Yeah, I mean, at Blackburn, obviously, you've got Ryan Hedges there. He's, he's done really well here. Um, and obviously he's come over to Blackburn and done really well so he's told me good things um, about the club and I think it's just a great opportunity for myself um, an interesting league, a good league and somewhere where I think I can just um, show, show people what I can do and hopefully, hopefully help the team So you spoke to Ryan and he I'm glad he said some nice things about us <laughs> but it's always helpful when a player gives you that sort of positive feedback isn't Yeah, it? yeah, definitely, I think he's said that you know a lot of the boys are still there from when he was there and they're all top boys so they're going to help me settle in and um, hopefully I can um, show my football Ryan's doing quite well isn't he doing the road yeah yeah he's doing well yeah he's doing really well um, I think the fans like him a lot he's playing regularly and uh, yeah he's got very good skills and good footballer so he's doing well on AFC Community Trust Day, the players wore a special edition match shirt, some of which were auctioned off for charity recently. The winning bids for the player shirts were as follows. Liam Scales got £740. Boyan Mayoski, £1,150. Elber Rabadani, £990. Johnny Hayes, £960. Marty Pollock, £760. Leighton Clarkson, £1,000. Angus MacDonald, £750. And Marty Kennedy, £820. All that raising a total of £7,100. 
Paddy Robson turned to Steve Agnew as interim coach at Aberdeen. Miles spoke to Steve a week after his arrival. Steve, it's very nice to formally welcome you to Aberdeen Football Club. So welcome. How's your, how's your first week been? Uh, great. I've enjoyed every minute of it. It's been hectic, obviously, from flying up on Sunday night, I think it was, and um, it's just gone so quickly, and obviously with two games um, on Wednesday and Saturday, the week's flown by really, but really enjoyable, and, and all the people have been uh, been great with me, really. When you came in last Monday, um, difficult circumstances to say the least, but I suppose when a coach generally arrives at a new club, it's normally because maybe a team's been struggling. So what's the approach to sort of turn it around when you've got such a short space of time? I think it's, um, I think first and foremost is to uh, uh, to make the team difficult to beat, um, organise the team really. Uh, the players have got to enjoy what you're doing, you know, when you walk through the door, it's difficult for me because I didn't really know Scottish football, but, you know, just up here to, to help Barry and, um, and Barry's familiar with all the faces. So it was just really getting them organised as quick, quickly as we could and putting quite a lot of detailed information into the players without overloading. Is it, when the players are going through a bad spell like that, I mean, they're good players, is it a mental issue as well? Is it trying to sort of remind them they're good players and just try to give them confidence and also try to lift them as well? Yeah, I think the word you've used there is confidence and confidence can go away very quickly and it can come back very quickly. And You know, I've seen evidence, obviously, I hadn't seen the performances um, in previous weeks but obviously there was there was one or two heavy defeats and that just happens in football for whatever reason and players you know they are trying it's just confidence goes away and then they take a few hits so again it's, it is it is, and how do you get confidence back into the players is obviously by winning football matches or certainly by training well get them organised make them feel good, good in games give them a good feedback and I think we've managed to do that this week Talk about winning games, obviously the Motherwell was three very important points, uh, very good performance as well. I mean, nobody's getting carried away, but um, you must be pleased with the, the way the, the guys went out and performed. Yeah, they've been, the players have been excellent, you know, in terms of uh, their attitude towards training, having a little conversation with them, getting to know them. It's been a two-way thing from, from when I've come in, and, and obviously Barry's, as I said, is more familiar with them. Um, so to get the three goals and, and be three in front and, OK, they scored a penalty, which is probably their first shot on target during the game. So I thought we dominated the game and we got the fourth goal choked off. So it could have been a more comfortable victory in the end. Um, but the players, uh, as, as I said earlier, would gain a lot of confidence from that performance and result. Having better success against Celtic was our Yang Dons in the Club Academy Scotland fixture against the Glasgow side at Cormac Park on Friday. Brendan Hamilton and Liam Harvey scored two, scored two first-half goals in quick succession. Hamilton from the penalty spot, going into half-time all square at 2-0. The Dons managed to gain the lead for the second time in the 47th minute as Liam Harvey met a bobbling ball in the box and stuck it in the net for his second goal of the evening. Then only three minutes later, Aberdeen doubled our lead again. This time, Finlay Marshall took it past the Celtic defence and cut it back to Pirrie, whose shot was well blocked off the line from the Celtic defence. However, it landed at Alfie Stewart's feet and he smashed in Aberdeen's fourth goal of the evening. In the 63rd minute, Celtic managed to get one back after Aidan Borland took a long-range effort which rattled off the post. Turley was there to pick up the spoils and score Celtic's third of the evening. The match ended with the Yang Dons coming out victorious in a crucial game for the season against a team they are battling at the top of the table. A good result all round. Not having as much success were Aberdeen women who were defeated in the Scottish
Scottish Women's Cup last week, losing out 5-0 to Glasgow City. Former Dawn and Liverpool fullback Galvin Ramsey has undergone surgery to fix an injury that is set to keep him out of action for the rest of the season. His time at Liverpool has been beset by injury problems, but Jurgen Klopp believes he has huge potential to succeed at Anfield and he will come back a better and stronger player next season. And finally, the club has big plans to commemorate the 40th anniversary of our European Cup win in Gothenburg in May. Rob Wick spoke to Red TV about what the Red Army can expect over the three days of celebrations. The club have just announced our celebrations for the anniversary of Gothenburg later this year. Can you tell us a bit about them? Well, this is going to be obviously the 40th anniversary of the club's most significant triumph. And um, this is going to be a wonderful occasion in, in the middle of May to really celebrate this wonderful achievement, um, to really look back and reflect on that very, very special time in, in May 1983. And for Don's fans, whether you're in Aberdeen or somewhere else around the world, to come together and, and really celebrate that fantastic moment. We have celebrations on, on three days. Can you tell us about, a bit about what will be happening on each of those days? Absolutely. Well, a, a committee's been formed um, amongst the players and, and some of their colleagues to go away and um, host a, a dinner, which will happen on May the 11th, on the Thursday evening. Um, that looks to be selling really well and, and is going to be a fantastic evening. The club will be present at that and will, I'm sure, enjoy a fantastic evening out. Then on the Friday, we're going to welcome uh, all of the players to Pataudry. Um We have a, a celebration planned in the Richard Donald stand, much along the lines of um, the one we did for Sir Alex Ferguson when we unveiled his statue in, uh, in February of last year. And uh, this is going to be an occasion to really celebrate the triumph. Um, we'll be putting ticket details on, online soon so fans can, can, uh, can purchase tickets for the event. But we're really hoping for a, a fantastic turnout um, on the day. We'll be celebrating the triumph, but then we're going to move into a, a second part of the ceremony, which is really going to focus very much on um, both the club and the players, those Gothenburg greats, um, uh, being bestowed with the freedom of the city from Aberdeen City Council, which is a, a really special, special tribute um, to this group of players. And sorry, no, and then, and then uh, we've been guaranteed, fortunately, a, a home game on either the Saturday or the Sunday. Obviously, it's a post-split fixture uh, on that date, on either the 13th or the 14th of May. So we don't know yet which day it'll be, whether it'll be picked for television or not. Um, so we're going to have a, a, a need to react quite quickly um, once we do have those fixtures confirmed. Um, but at least we have the, the certainty that there's going to be um, a, a home fixture. So it'll be a, a homecoming game for those players uh, in the same way as we had Sir Alex being welcomed from the tunnel and taking applause from, from the fans in the ground. Um, we'll be looking to do exactly the same thing um, with all of the players coming out and, and again celebrating the triumph at what will hopefully be a, you know, a, a sold-out Pataudry. It's worth mentioning that the event on the Friday, it's very unique to have the Freedom of the City event held here at Pataudry. Just how special a day will that be? Oh, I think it'll be really special. We've got some, some great plans um, in, in, in motion already um, to make sure that we capture everything around that day. Uh, you know, normally the, the City Council would like to host uh, uh, an event like that at the Townhouse or at Marshall College or so, you know, somewhere else in the city. Um, but we've uh, been in dialogue with them and they're delighted actually at the opportunity to, to do something a little different um, and for that all to be captured um, within Pataudry itself, which I think is going to make it even more special. Absolutely. And I know a lot of tireless work has gone on behind the scenes to get these events ready. Just how special a moment will it be for the club? 
I think it'd be tremendous for the club. I think, you know, if you think this is 40 years in and you look at the player group, um, you know, this is going to be a really significant occasion. Um, it's probably one of the last opportunities to get the same group of players together for, you know, one of the, the big celebrations. Obviously, the next one down the line will be in 10 years' time when, when, when it's the 50th anniversary. So 40 is really special. We've seen the response from, from fans. Um, to just how important this is with the, the way in which they've, they've purchased and, and are loving the kit this season, which obviously has the, the, the commemorative badge on it. So I think this is going to be a really special time for, for everybody associated with the club. There's obviously a, a lot going on at the club right now. Um, but, you know, make sure that you mark that, uh, that period of 11, 12, 13th and 14th uh, of May uh, as, uh, as, you know, one to be around and, and not to be out of Aberdeen. Oh my god! You're not frightened of mice. There he goes! He's actually underneath your wheel. As soon as you move, you're gonna kill him. Oh shit, I'll roll back! You just killed that poor mouse. I'll bury him. He lives! Joe <laughs> 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 so could do another boat, you can cope with one load. You know, grain can't If you can't go on, you know what I mean? Yeah, we'll be on it, yeah. Here's my plan. Cows. No, no, no. Stop it. I'm being attacked by a cow. Cows might get tuberculosis because of all the badges. You can't shoot them. Nope. Gas them. Nope. You don't just hit it with a hammer. No, you absolutely do not just hit it with a hammer. My next plan a restaurant. You can eat cock. Okay, more chilies. <laughs> I'm going to try. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I feel it for you. Oh, that is fantastic. Welcome to Agriculture Health and Safety. No, no, no shit. Ah! Oh, my God! I had to clear up the dog shit while my sausages were cooking. Your dog's but your you, shit. Honestly. What a twat. Drop me over there. Where? Just by the red carpet. I'm not dropping you by the red carpet. Why? I am not your chauffeur. Go and park the car. Shut up. The restaurant's a huge amount of work. This whole menu is basically a beef menu. Everything's ready to go. I just need West Oxford District Council to say, good idea. The applicant's conduct is shameful. It indicates a give me an inch and I'll take a mile attitude. Shit. Shit, shit, shit. I like a beer on a hot day. I love yeah. the smell of beer. Yeah, a couple of these off you make with the pickled onions or something. Like the Agberg, whatever it is, isn't it? Isn't it? The wise words. Wise words. Clarkson Farm Season 2 is available to watch now on Amazon Prime. We're back at Pataudry this Saturday for our home match against Livingston. Kickoff is at 3pm. There are still tickets for the match available. And just a reminder, there'll be a fan zone available at the Beach Ballroom before the match, which will feature live music from Hitlist Aberdeen. The main entertainment, which runs from 12 to 2.30pm, will also feature special AFC guest appearances, along with the addition of a live esports event for all Red Army gamers. 
tickets are priced £7 for adults, which includes a pint or other alcoholic or soft drink, and £5 for under-18s, which includes a soft drink as well. You can order your fan zone and match day tickets online now at afc.co.uk forward slash e-tickets by phone on 01224 63 1903 or in person at the Pataudry Ticket Office. And if you can't make it to the game, it'll be shown live on Red TV International coverage starts at 2.45pm. There's only three other matches in the Premiership this Saturday, all 3pm kickoffs. It's Kilmarnock versus Motherwell, Ross County versus Dundee United, and St Johnston are at home to St Mirren. That's your lot for this week. I'll be back with more next Tuesday evening as normal. Till then, have a great week and stand free. That's all for this week. More Aberdeen news next Tuesday evening from 8.